It's funny how over the course of time, saints recede a bit more into the background as, as they grow slightly older or they become more prominent as, as the times change. St. So John Damascene, whom we are celebrating today, was one of the greatest of the saints. Um, he was... He lived and died in the 8th century, and he offered a very comprehensive um, presentation of the faith and what it meant, what the incarnation meant. And over time, um, he's kind of receded a bit more into the background to the extent that he is actually just an optional memoria in the current cal calendar, but he is really one of the great saints because he answers a question which is central to our understanding of the incarnation and what has been achieved in Christ. That is... To what extent is our flesh, our material world, heir, as we see in today's gospel, to all these diseases and sickness and weakness and imperfection? To what extent is this flesh capable of containing, articulating, showing forth, the eternal and incomprehensible God. Because in his time, there had arisen a, a heresy called iconoclasm. And the iconoclasts were opposed to any pictorial depiction of God. They attacked all sorts of things like statues, paintings, the veneration of the saints, <coughs> things which, in their view, detracted from the focus on God. And they sought to tear down a whole lot of statues and prominent icons to focus exclusively on the worship of God as he appears in his fullness in the Eucharist. They got the Eucharist part right, but the rest they got badly wrong. And the response that John Damascene makes is to point out that the incarnation is not just about what happened in Christ. The incarnation is about God entering and transforming the whole material universe. Prior to the incarnation, there were all sorts of prohibitions on what you could and could not depict. 
because matter shared in the fallenness and the limitedness that had come, first of all, with creation and secondly, with the fall of man. But after the incarnation, the whole of the universe was somehow transformed and it was able in a much better way to point to God. God's grace entered matter and transformed it so that now we can look at icons and pictures and see how they point to God. God entered human beings and transformed us so that we are able to point to God. We are the means by which God fulfills the promise made in Isaiah today. The moonlight will be bright as sunlight, and the sunlight itself will be seven times brighter. On that day, the Lord dresses the wounds of his people and heals the bruises his blows have left. That happens through you and me, through our actions, through our words, through our sacramental actions, through our actions of prayer, through our actions of reaching out to other people. God acts in us. And that is the great meaning of Advent and Christmas. With God entering and dwelling fully in Jesus Christ, we, the body of Christ, become able to point to God. And so, let us go out, resolved to live the fullness of that, to be able to point to God again and again throughout our day and throughout our lives. And thereby, God will draw people to himself through us. <laughs>